What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Kay Moynihan. It's Monday, October 24th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we'll talk about why so many companies can't hold on to women executives. They're not seeing the kind of advancement opportunities they want at their companies. They're not getting the flexibility that they want and need for their lives. But first, here's the latest. Actor and comedian Leslie Jordan has died. TMZ first reported the news. Jordan appears to have suffered a medical emergency while driving in Hollywood this morning and crashed his car. Jordan was best known for his iconic role as Beverly Leslie in the show Will and Grace, for which he won a Daytime Emmy in 2006. But he found new fame during the pandemic with his daily Instagram videos. Well, shit. What are y'all doing? Screwing? (laughs) Gaining millions of followers who considered him a bright spot during dark times. Well, I'm here making enough chicken salad for an army of one. Sometimes I just stun myself with my original thinking. Another queen for Satan's choir, singing show tunes in the fire. La, la, la. Jordan was 67 years old. At least three people are dead, including the suspect, after a school shooting in St. Louis this morning. At least six people more were injured when the gunman opened fire at the Central Visual and Performing Arts High School. Police say they exchanged fire with the suspect and he was later pronounced dead at a nearby hospital. Authorities have not yet explained how the suspect got inside the school. U.S. stocks started the week upbeat. The Dow gained over 400 points and the S&P and Nasdaq closed up over 1%. The positive push could continue with earnings expected this week from big tech companies, including Apple, Google's parent company Alphabet and Microsoft. Rishi Sunak will be the UK's next prime minister. The former Treasury chief is the country's first person of colour to hold this position. When Boris Johnson stepped down, he came in second place to Liz Truss just weeks ago. Now, he's come out on top in a swift Conservative Party leadership race. Johnson toyed with a comeback over the weekend, then stepped down on Sunday. Sunak will now need to explain to the UK how he'll deal with the economic turmoil of the past few weeks. 
next month, Instagram will begin to let some influencers build media kits within the app through a new feature called Creator Portfolios. Think of media kits as a sort of resume for influencers, allowing them to land brand deals. Social platforms have been increasingly tapping into the space, including YouTube in January. But it's probably too early to see if these types of media kits translate into actual income. Last month, Insider spoke to a dozen creators who got early access to Instagram's feature, and only one had managed to ink a brand deal. Here at the Refresh from Insider, we have the news you need and want to know always up to date. And hey, if you like what you hear, help us keep the sound waves on by telling other people to listen to the show. The Justice Department has announced three lawsuits against people it says are working on behalf of the Chinese government. The DOJ is accusing two Chinese nationals of offering bribes for info about the U.S. government's case against a Chinese telecommunications company. Many news outlets are reporting that the company is Huawei. The suits also mention a fake think tank that recruited Chinese spies, and they detail efforts to intimidate a Chinese national living in the U.S. to return home. Here's FBI Director. Christopher Ray. Each of these cases lays bare the Chinese government's flagrant violation of international laws as they work to project their authoritarian view around the world, including within our own borders. A Michigan teenager pleaded guilty this morning to first-degree murder and terrorism. The now 16-year-old admitted to killing four classmates and wounding six others and a teacher last November at Oxford High School, about 30 miles north of Detroit. He originally pleaded not guilty, and in changing his plea this morning, he acknowledged that he chose the gun he used and asked his father to buy it for him just days before the attack. His parents, James and Jennifer Crumley, face separate charges of involuntary manslaughter for providing the weapon and ignoring their son's mental health issues. Their son faces life in prison. A respiratory infection called RSV is surging in kids across the country way earlier in the year than it usually does, and it's causing some children's hospitals to reach capacity. RSV is typically mild when it strikes adults, but it can be dangerous for infants and young children. But before you panic, the CDC says almost all children catch RSV at some point before they turn two. The symptoms to look out for are very similar to the common cold, but experts say it's good to take your child to the doctor, especially if they're having trouble breathing or eating. The Republican National Committee says it's being discriminated against by Google spam filters. It's suing parent company Alphabet, alleging the tech giant is sending campaign emails straight to spam folders. The RNC argues that Gmail spam filters are biased against conservatives, but Google is denying that, saying its mailboxes learn from user behavior. Earlier this year, the company was granted permission by the FEC to run a pilot program, allowing campaigners to bypass spam filters altogether. How much is too much money to install a public toilet? That's a controversial question in San Francisco right now. You see, the Noe Valley neighborhood wants to install a public toilet in its town square, but it's going to cost a whopping $1.7 million, and it'll take two years to build. Yep, a state lawmaker secured funding for the project, but the price tag has caused major backlash. California Governor Gavin Newsom has jumped 
into the debate. He says the project will not happen until a cheaper plan is made. Just wait until he finds out how much people are paying for rent in San Francisco. Now, a look at how work's going for all of us. A new report from McKinsey and LeanIn.org asked more than 40,000 women, especially women in leadership positions, how they are feeling about work these days. The answer? Really not great. The survey found women leaders left their companies in unprecedented numbers last year, and the gap between male and female executives ditching their jobs was the largest it's been in years. Our frequent contributor and sometimes guest host, Rebecca Knight, writes about the future of work, and she's here to talk all about it. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Kaya. Um, Why is it that so many women are quitting right now? Well, first of all, a lot of Americans are quitting their jobs. They're quitting for more money, for more flexibility, for better opportunities elsewhere. And now we're also seeing that it is happening at the upper echelons of the employment spectrum, senior female women. The reasons that they're leaving is mixed, but it really comes down to they're not seeing the kind of advancement opportunities they want at their companies. They're not getting the flexibility that they want and need for their lives. They're frustrated dealing with everyday sexism, and they're being spread too thin doing the diversity and inclusion work, fostering morale and employee engagement, and that's going unrewarded. Right, but none of that seems particularly new. Why is it that women are quitting at higher rates right now? I think what's changed is that during the pandemic, companies have asked so much more of their managers than they had in the past. It's not just make sure your team is fulfilling its uh, KPIs and and making sure that the work is getting done. It's also make sure your employees are okay. Make sure they're not burnt out. And a lot of that stuff is falling to women. And a lot of those are what researchers call non-promotable tasks. Women are not being acknowledged for it. There's nowhere in a performance evaluation that says, and how, how well is your team doing? How's their mental health? Um, and so that is what women are sort of sick and tired of. It kind of makes complete sense. Um, you've talked to a few women who decided to quit. Uh, what is it that you're hearing from them? I'm hearing from them real frustration and exhaustion. And one in particular, she she, is, she was ahead of a 500-person team. And every morning, she would put on makeup, wear a blazer, show up on time to the Zoom. The dudes would show up in baseball caps and unshaven and in t-shirts. It also took being on Zoom to realize how much she was being interrupted by these men um, and how much they were discounting her, how much they were maybe taking credit for what she had already said. And it really took the pandemic to show her because before she'd been traveling a lot, she was on the road all the time, and she'd never really stopped to slow down and actually reflect on what was going on. I suppose when it's kind of all happening at once, it's quite difficult to look at it from an outside perspective when you're embroiled in it. If a woman listening right now relates to all of these things, she wants more flexibility, she's not being respected, she's often overlooked, but she can't quit her job right now. Um, What advice would you give her? Companies are still pretty desperate to retain their workers. Your bosses are going to want to keep you. So I would go in there with some demands. I would say, look, I need more flexibility if that is is in fact what you are looking for. In terms of looking at promotions, um, be specific. Ask your manager, what do I need to do to be promoted? What What is my next step? I want to advance to here. How do I do that? And and make sure that there are measurable outcomes and results that 
you can hit that will help you get to where you need to get to. Find a mentor, find a sponsor. I know it sounds so pat and and you can't really go up to someone and say, hi, will you be my mentor? Will you be my friend? But, (laughs) but, But really developing these kinds of allies, they can be other men. They can be uh, women, female colleagues. They can be your peers. But you need you need a tribe. You need people who will support you, give you perspective, and make sure they have your best interests at heart and will cheer you on as you progress in your career. It's funny you should say that because whenever I've had difficulties at work, that is pretty much what I've done. I've you know found really cool women to kind of support me in whether it's going and getting a promotion or a pay, pay rise or whatever it might be. And I think it's really important to do that. Yeah. Rebecca, we are two women discussing this and we know firsthand what we bring to our workplace each day. But why does it matter if women are just walking away? Why why should companies care? Companies should care because you're going to lose out on a lot of innovation, you're going to lose out on a lot of perspective. And, and it's it, it's also just morally wrong to, to not care that your women are leaving your company and are not finding the kinds of opportunities they want, that they're experiencing bias and discrimination in your in your workplace, and that you don't have a kind of culture that all kinds of people can thrive. So there's a lot of reasons why this should be a wake-up call to companies. I hope all of these people are listening and taking heed. I hope so. Take notes, managers. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Always so much fun. (laughs) Rebecca Knight covers careers and the workplace at Insider. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play The Refresh from Insider podcast. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Kea Moynihan. Talk to you soon. Listener.